Today, we celebrate and commemorate the 100th anniversary of One Buddhism and Great Master Sotesan's enlightenment. It is a very insightful day. We hope to get some understanding of his enlightenment, which can inspire you to be enlightened. And in sometime in the future. <laughs> Today I will convey the Head Dharma Master's message on this special day. And Master Kyung San, Head Dharma Master, and our leadership, including with you and me, we pray that all humanity, all practitioners, and the whole world enjoy this awakening and enjoy the full of wisdom, compassion, and peace on this earth. The founding Master Sotesan observed the future of humanity and the, the world at that time after his great enlightenment. And he understood that people would become a lot more attached and even slaves he described over material things. So materialism is coming. Even 100 years ago, he was predicted in a very poor country at that time in Korea. And now it's very evident that we see every single day, every single month, new products coming out and materialism is growing. Thus, he opened this spiritual order of one Buddhism to make it suitable to practice this ancient teaching of Buddhism in the contemporary society. And he wanted to establish a new and civilized spiritual world on earth. So in order to liberate all living beings from suffering and dissatisfaction, which is a part of human life, and he emphasized that we need to balance between the spiritual and the material values. So accelerating growth and innovation in science and industry and technology has led to creation of a countless material items for our convenience, our comfort, or even our entertainment of human beings. So this, this growing material Prosperity has weakened, actually, human spirituality because it dominates human life and they did not give enough time for us to cultivate, except most of you who made that practice uh, of a cultivation of a spirituality as a kind of a part of your life and uh, priority in your life. But most of humanity, more than 7 billion on Earth, how many people are really practicing and meditating and cultivating their own spirituality even at this moment. So as material goods and services proliferate in our world, um, in affecting all realms of human life, it's increasingly dominate us and leave us no rooms for spirituality. So how can we attain freedom from suffering and distress. So one Buddhism 
was therefore founded in order to lead all living beings to liberation, to peace, to joy and freedom from suffering and its material attachment. So Wambazim can do this by strengthening our human spirit, strengthening our human spirituality so that we can counterbalance the force of materialism. So one Buddhism is providing a practical training of human beings to know, to nourish, and to follow and to use Buddha nature in order to become better and happier human beings in their daily lives. But in our contemporary world, there is a suffering and this harmony between the spiritual and the material civilization. The result is a world of suffering and dissatisfaction. Because no matter how much we have, we always have this wanting mind, wanting a little bit more. That a lot of this uh, situation creates the world and, and even the problem in our world, including disease. So there are conflicts caused by ideology and a growing gap between rich and poor. Thus, suffering in human society is consistent, as Gautama Buddha even uh, talked about it. It is there in the lives of ordinary people. It is there in those who even is aspire to become enlightened. However, the suffering is different kinds. That in case of a sentient beings or living beings striving to live well, resulting suffering sometimes may lead to deeper suffering. But people who like yourself and practicing and meditating and all these kind of uh, groups of people who aspire to become enlightened one day, to cultivate their spirituality, uh, lead to a lot more happiness, uh, cultivating uh, positive energy for themselves and for others. So there are three stages of spiritual enlightenment, actually. At the first level of spiritual enlightenment, the individual starts experiencing reality as it is. It means that your mind ceases. Your mind is so peaceful that you stop making interfere with the one you are experiencing it. So Tessan expressed it very well in the beginning of Irunsang Bao, which we just chanted together, that Irun is a realm of a samadhi beyond all words and speech. So samadhi allows us to see things as they are, to experience reality as it is. But in our normal daily life, we engage in continuous thought in our mind, in a chatter, in a, in a noisy, continuously going on, as well as talk, gossip, or analyzing environment around us, or planning about the future or worrying about the past. So a lot of noisy constantly blocking you to see things as they are, and the blocking to see reality as it is. 
When you are in a state of spiritual enlightenment, you are completely in the present moment. You can stop judging or labeling the world. Your mind is very calm, quiet, and still, so you can experience the realm of Samadhi. But at the same time, you are very awake and aware of the present moment right here, right now. So in this way, we can obtain freedom of mind. Freedom of mind is a fundamental if you want to lead a life where you can become an enlightened one. So if you attach to the body or material things, you live in darkness and bondage. But to liberate from this kind of existence, you need to uncover your own Buddha mind, which resides within you. Since our mind is a creator in our lives, we need to train our mind to become serene, wise, and virtuous mind. Once you achieve freedom of mind, you will be able to enjoy the freedom to make a proper choice in our environment, in our circumstance, and in our conditions, you know, even use our body mindfully and properly so we can make a progress instead of regress. So obtaining freedom of mind brings ability to bring our best effort whenever we need to do things we believe valuable regardless of big or small matters. So if you keep training of your mind for a long time, you can one day be awakened and become a Buddha who enjoy this kind of freedom of mind. So if you wish to enjoy your life deeply within, there is nothing more pleasurable than attaining this kind of freedom of your mind. So it is a source of creativity. So in practically, in our practice, so how can you attain the freedom of mind? In one Buddhist teaching, through threefold practice, cultivation of your spirituality, through study life and universal principle by observing it, and by making mindful choice in action. So practicing this threefold learning, in the beginning, it may be difficult, but if you take one day at a time, or one moment at a time, or one breath at a time, it is manageable. So we practice sitting meditation just by focusing on our breath. Chanting meditation just by focusing on your own voice of chanting itself. And the walking meditation, wherever you have to walk, be aware of your walk itself. So through just focusing one thing at a time, it is possible to build up our ability to be focused, to be here and now in the moment. So when you meditate, we just uh, let your attention rest on feeling of your breath. Even at this moment, be aware of your breathing in and out. You don't need to make uh, your breath longer or deeper, naturally getting longer and deeper, but if you are just uh, be aware of it, one breath at a time, 
and you are able to let go of your inner chatter or calming down your thought, distraction, and return your attention to present moment of feeling your breath all the time. So in this way, we learn to live here and now in the moment and experience freedom of mind. The second stage of a spiritual enlightenment is that you feel a part of yourself in everything, in everyone around you. You feel connection with any individual and any object in the world. There exists a deep connection between yourself and the lives of others. And your mind begins to merge with Irwansa, not just the intellectually understand this Irwansang, but you begin to merge with it. And you feel that you are not individual anymore or not separated from anything. You feel that you are in everything and everyone is just a part of you, consider them part of you because of this Irwansang. Sotesan said, once enlightened to the truth of this one song, this one song here, you will know that this is the nature of all Buddhas, Bodhisattvas, humans, and all living beings. So everything in the universe has this Irwan song within them. We call it Buddha nature within them. Thus, it's a matter of just the cultivation nourishing and nurturing and uncovering this Irwansang within each and every one of us. So based on Sotesan's enlightenment message, we Wombuddhists believe that interfaith, interreligious understanding is important because all world religion and spirituality are based on one common source. So we all have a common source. That's why we begin to recognize our interdependency and interconnectedness. Thus, we also believe that all human beings and all forms of life are interdependent as a one human family. Not only just a small unit of our family, but huge family we begin to recognize with the awakened eyes. Therefore, we see all humanity has a common purpose. So all enterprises on earth, whether it's spiritual, religious, or political, or educational, or social, and economic enterprises has a common purpose to live well. So with this sense of interdependency and interconnectedness and following our own Buddha nature, we begin to take care of all living beings as if we are taking care of ourselves, taking care of our body. So numerous living beings live together in this universe. All living beings share life with us. If we think of living beings as nothing more than things to use, with no other values, it is easy to harm them which is happening in some part of our world at this time. In this way, we devalue sanctity of life. On the other hand, many of us also certainly value our own lives, and so we should take care of all kinds of living beings with their loving kindness. So we recognize that 
all living beings have a right to live together with us. The enlightened ones who have attained the freedom of mind is a manifestation of a compassion that cares about and loves others' lives. It is enlightened ones' responsibility to share gratitude and grace with all living beings in the world and to bring happiness to this world and fill the world with happiness. At the third stage of spiritual enlightenment, we no longer connected to everything but realize that you are everything. You are the world. You are the universe. You are the four graces. It is described at the end of Irwansang Vow, we become one with the nature of Irwan. You experience the oneness with everything and everyone with this Irwan truth, awakening of Irwan truth. So you are not separated from anything in the universe. This stage of enlightenment is a direct understanding of a oneness. So Sotesan said, once enlightened the truth of this one song, we will know whole universe is our own property. So think about your own property if you are enlightened mind. The whole universe is your own property and all things in the universe are non-dual. It means just one, oneness of all beings. Although everything has its separate names. So with this sense of oneness, we take care of the well-being of our planet Earth and nature. We live in the house of grace with this mind, a place of happiness. However, human ignorance and greed are considered as natural, and many people think in this way, and natural things are seen as objects to conquer and use resulting damaging and destroying nature. Therefore, it requires profound transformation in our relationship with other human beings and non-human partners. We should awaken to our mutual interdependency with the understanding that we cannot live without them. We cannot live without nature, without earth community, without other human beings, without other forms of lives. Therefore, we need to work to keep this planet Earth as much as possible by reducing and reusing and uh, recycling to treasure our nature as our true wonder. Also, we have to ensure that future generation would inherit these resources, this planet Earth, as a better place than today, hopefully. I don't know how we can do that, but we have to find ways to stop exploitation of our environment. So this is a life of enlightened ones who dedicate themselves to take care of whole Earth community. A person who transcends the worlds of his or her home or nation, who embraces the whole world as his or her home, 
and who treat all living beings as one family. This is an enlightened mind and, and, and Buddha overseeing the great household. So we should let go of a small self, a small fence of ourselves and become Buddha who tends to great household of the universe. We are pioneers on the path of awakening in the West who partake of the grace of this uh, founding master's great enlightenment by practicing his teaching diligently we may become a Buddha one day and live a life of enlightened ones. So in conclusion, by obtaining freedom of mind, by living in the moment here and now, by seeing reality as it is, by taking all living beings as our own self, our own body, with a deep sense of interdependency and interconnectedness, and by taking care of our planet Earth as our own home with a deep awareness of oneness. So let us cultivate, let us create paradise, happiness in our mind, in our lives on Earth. So as we celebrate great enlightenment of Sotesan, let us find this quality to nourish in our heart, in our life, and share with it with the life around us. <laughs>